Hey, welcome everybody to This Is Real with yours truly, Pastor Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love, and yours <laughs> truly. Rave. Come Good on, to be man. Here, you guys. I, I love it, man. You know what? It's like week after week, there's just so many laughs. Even be, <laughs> behind the scenes, yeah. you know, the last few weeks, remember we had the one show, we finished the whole thing, and then it disappeared. Yeah, it you know, it disappeared. So lost power. We, we had yeah. lost the whole show. We were like, that's the greatest show of all time. <laughs> They're like, uh, it wasn't recorded. We're like, no. <laughs> so um, that was with Pastor K. Bring. Yes. You got to hear him, and so that was awesome. And I'm excited about the show today because, you know, every week, um, I guess what I'm truly blessed, and I know you're probably tired of hearing me say this, but I am blessed that we're able to be in 51, uh, close state. to 51 uh, state and prisons, county, county prisons, prisons mm -hmm. at one time. You can't even do that. Yeah. And we're pre, doing that in a pre-pandemic. Pre you couldn't oh. do it. Be mm -hmm. in 50, you know, 51 prisons places at the same time. time. But mm -hmm. yeah, we get to be in 51 prisons at one in shot a wow. yeah. in a pandemic. And yeah. then 53 cities as well. Yeah. Hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ, yeah. you get to get some laughs, some great interviews. We talk yeah. about fashion. We already talked about shoes, mm -hmm. uh, I think, last <laughs> yeah. week a little bit. And so, yeah. you know, we get to just shoes, have a good time. Music, all One of these it. days, we got to get you to do some recipes or something. Because, yeah, you know, we, we got to talk about health. We can do some, so, we can do some food, some cooking. Some food, some tips cooking tips. Y'all got yeah. to invite me back for that one. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> hey, put hey, me down for that one. <laughs> hey, you, you know what, yeah. man? Today, we have author of the crossover book, which I know he is... Uh, planning on you know we're gonna hold them accountable because wow. the book is so good <laughs> I told him I would put it out there because sometimes that just makes you know puts a little bit of the pressure but his crossover book a victorious journey through adversity was so good he'll revise that and so we'll have him back the moment that re that's mm -hmm. revised and uh, you know he's also the pastor of impact family he was actually at get rap not long ago yeah, and everybody a was just back. lit it, it on roaring, fire, fire. Wow. come on wow. come on hey let me tell you something when he walks in the room uh, it might be a little intimidating, but this yeah. is one of the most humble men that I've met mm -hmm. in my life. He's taught me a lot yeah. of things. Let super, me tell you something. Super amazing. Yeah. Let me tell is. you something. So everybody, you know, I've gotten this little thing about marriage and stuff, but this guy was the guy who actually started me on my journey of marriage because wow. while I was in ministry school, he was teaching me and he, I remember, oh, I want to crack. I remember him telling me something. It changed my, the, the, the. The, the the trajectory of my marriage life forevermore he said to me th these words he said uh pastor juan if you uh keep your eyes on your wife you won't want anybody else mm -hmm. and and now i chase her around but the reality is that that <laughs> it just impacted me so much that that I've utilized that not just for my marriage, but also for my marriage with Christ. And, uh, you know, I'm indebted for that because mm -hmm. it, it was one of those things that impacted me so much that it changed my life. Wow. Mm -hmm. You wow. know, I, I mean, I'm super passionate about marriage, but it was because of that statement that wow. said, don't take your eyes off. So when people say, wow, your marriage is great. Now, you know, that Pastor Todd had something to do with it. Wow. Wow. It's well, crazy, you know, that's, right? a, that's a spiritual law, right? Yeah. This is a spiritual law because because the reality is what you put your eyes on, you gravitate towards. If you look at something long enough, you'll you'll develop an appetite for it. Mm. It's like when you're driving down the street and you see this this bulletin board on the yeah, side of yeah. the road. Yeah, yeah. And you start looking at it, you find yourself drifting Very, over yeah. over that way. And if you can just keep your eye on God, that's why the Bible says set your eyes on that which is on, mm. on him. Yeah, yeah. The author and finisher of our faith. And so we, whenever you set your eyes on something, you end up gravitating. Oh, it works. Yeah, it, it works. works. I chase her around now. 
I chase her around, you know. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, I catch myself running after her. I'm like, man, this is you good. You and me both. You <laughs> and me both. You and me both. Yeah. So Miss Tanya, man, we love Miss Tanya. Man. She is awesome. She, she, you always like, my wife's so fine. Oh, yeah. You always like, my wife. I that's think what between the two of you, y'all probably have a fight on whose oh, wife is hotter. Hey, no, like, my oh, wife is hotter. Not my wife is hotter. Mine is hotter to me. Amen. Amen. So, hey, Pastor Todd, man, it's awesome and a privilege and an honor to have you here, man. It's an honor to be here. I mean, I. I looked at some pictures from a long time ago when I first was on the radio years yeah, ago. Yeah. You were my first guest. Wow. Back first? Then. Yeah, you were my first guest. Wow. first, Yeah, bro. yeah, when we first wow. started. Yeah. Wow, wow. Cool. I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. I, and I was like, yo, would you be on the radio with me? Yeah. I, I did not know anything back then I at all. That was your first, yeah, man. Yeah, you were first, well, You, yeah. did, you yeah. were a champion then, too. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Is that, you know, the, the gifts of God are irrevocable. Yeah. So I'm not trying to do this. I, it's, it's just how I am. It just comes out. It's just yeah. it's how I am. You That's know? right. That's right. It's cool when God gives you a gift. Most know. I wish I could sing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, God, God's I like, like this. Nah, not I that like this. <laughs> you know, you and me the both. Keys. <laughs> my, my church tells me to uh, stay in your lane, Pastor. Hey, yeah, I lane. hear you. Yeah. I, I'll try every now and then on yeah. a Sunday. Yeah. I'll just go on to yeah. singing, you know. Yeah. I know that after I that. did at your church this Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, hey, they had a low enough key for me to hey. kind of hang with it. Man, you, I mean, you're you're a beautiful being, man. I, oh, and man. I mean that from the sincerity of my heart. Like, just, you know, your presence is kind of like, whoa, who's this dude? But then, I mean, as we're all no, yeah. Pastor Todd. All of a sudden, you Amazing. cut it up. You're uh, laughing. We need, we need to lose some of this presence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know, big. let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Just, just to touch a little bit, um, mm-hmm. because you do have that book. It's, it's out there. Uh, mm-hmm. The crossover book, Victorious Journey Through Adversity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you hear that, and you're like, uh, "How's a victorious journey through adversity?" Right. Tell us a little bit about that book. Uh, uh, just a little bit about what it's about, right? Well, adversity is never is never a problem unless you don't learn from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the reality is that it's, it becomes victorious when you when you go through adversity and you learn from it and you grow from it. It's kind of like doing doing workouts. I know y- yeah. y'all be putting up your workout videos. <laughs> it doesn't feel good when you when you're pumping iron. It doesn't feel good when you're doing cardio or anything like that. But at the end of it, it produces something out of you that's stronger than what was before. And the same way with adversity, when you go through adversity and you go and you choose to learn from it, then you come out of it a, a, a hundred times better. And so, crossover was a book that um, really chronicled just um, some destructive patterns that I had for my own life. A lot of times, we want to blame everybody else for the situations that we it's were like in. Like the thing, mm-hmm. everybody's yeah. um, And we want to put the blame on everybody else. But the reality is, some of the some of the pitfalls that I that I fell into, I dug them for myself. Wow. Mm. And so it gives uh, a couple of keys of how to, uh, first to acknowledge the fact that, of why you're where you are, and then take some, some tangible steps to change those, those, that reality and come out of it uh, better than you went in. Hey, wow. you, you know what? You know, maybe just one thing out of that book, because there's just so, I remember reading that book while I was in ministry school, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, it was just, it was just tense. It was mm-hmm. fruit. You know, you can eat from it. I believe that we exhibit fruit in our life because it is not really there for us, but for it's for it to mature so that it can mm-hmm. be tense. That's what that book is. Like, mm-hmm. you can eat from it. Mm-hmm. And um, I want you to share a little bit maybe on one of your experiences, because there's so many, yeah. right, from you being the little boy. I don't know which one you're going to share, but something, and, and this is real, so you can really share whatever. We have tons of people listening um, that are probably going through something or not going through something but they know somebody mm-hmm. that is going through something. 
and uh, your story is just so impactful. Would you please choose something out of that book to share with us that you, you know, went through it in that book? Well, um, well, you know, I was uh, homeless uh, for for a little while, and um, one one of the things going through my my time at being homeless, I was putting so much blame on everybody else for my my reality, and and. As a child, eight years old, I was molested by four people at one time. And wow. for, from the age of eight to 12, I was literally passed around as a sex toy to grown adults um, every day almost. And when I got older, I used that as a, as, as a reason to justify uh, the things that I was doing wrong and the places I found myself. Wow. And, um, and I made some excuses one day uh, about a situation that I was in, and I had a coworker or a boss that was over me that made the statement when she was about to fire me, to be honest with you. Uh, she said, um, she asked me if I had um, done something, and I told her I made excuses for doing something, and she said, uh, well, Todd, you got to realize people don't judge you because of your intentions, they judge you by, by your actions. Wow, 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 yeah. wow, 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 And what I realized in that one moment is that I had laid the bed that I was laying in. Mm. Yeah, you and made that. I made that bed, and yeah. so and if I wanted to get out of it and I wanted life to be different, I had to make some different choices. Um, I start the book by saying that, the you know, uh, Lou Tuza, who is a, um, a philosopher, ancient philosopher, said, that the, the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. And so we have to choose to make the first step, to take those steps uh, to identify what we've done wrong, uh, not make excuses for why we are where we are, uh, and then change that, that behavior, change that behavior, because changing the behavior, uh, even though, you know, we, especially as a Christian, we have this we take the scripture that, you know, it's not by works lest any man should boast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we try to try to say, well, God is, you know, he loves me and there's grace. And there is yeah. Yeah. grace. Yeah. Where, there's, yeah. where yeah. there's sin, where much grace. sin abound, much grace, grace even abound. more so yeah. abound. But the reality is, Paul said, just because there's much grace, does that mean that we keep sinning? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. If I want to change, i got to change not. some behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because the change of behavior would change my destiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's cool you say that because I feel like sometimes even in that, we just think it's a behavior modification. It's a complete transformation. It's, of it's the a, mind. Of the mind. It's yeah. a completely yeah. like, like, it's not just, I'm going to change this just so, like the I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sorry, but it's. Kind of no like you don't really behavior. change. It's mm -hmm. manipulation, they say, right? Mm -hmm. So I like that you're talking about this complete transformation that you got to go through. Be transformed by the renewing of, of your, your mind. mind. Mm -hmm. That you you have to get to the place where where it's not just I'm changing the behavior because I want to get out of the condition. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. Good. But I've changed because I got caught. Or I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I want to change my mindset so I don't go down that same path anymore. I want to see things the way God sees them and and do things the way God got. God does them. Uh, let the mind that is in Christ also be in us. Yeah. So let that mind be. That, that's really, really good. And, you know, tell us a little bit, you know, I, I, since we're just on that vein, you know, when somebody is struggling, mm -hmm. like maybe what is a first step that they could take, right? Because 
you know, you hear everybody like, uh, you know, you don't understand. I'm going through this, which really the ones that are saved that have walked through it, we understand because we had our thing. Right. You know, we had our mountain to move, mm -hmm. uh, you know. Um, what is maybe some advice you could give to a person that is maybe like, man, I am exactly where you were just talking about? Well, well, the first thing you have to do, do is know that, not, that the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Mm. Wow. We, we've all gone, you know, you, we always, the devil likes to get you isolated and get you to think that what you are going through is something unique to the world. Yeah. That somehow nobody's ever experienced what you're experiencing and nobody has done it the way you've done it. But there's nothing new under yeah. the sun. And, and the reason why scripture tells you that is because the same God that brought someone else out is the same God that can bring you out. You just have to acknowledge him as Lord in that area of your, of your life. Wow. And once I acknowledge him as Lord in that area of my life, I know this sounds is, is, is easier said than done. I don't, I don't want to act yeah, like I it's not. It. Yeah. But it's real simple as it relates to the step is I have whatever area is not working in my life. I find an inscription and submit my life to that that thing. And yeah. the Bible says to let wisdom be the principal thing. And here's, here's, here's what, what's amazing about that. He didn't say let understanding be the principal thing. He said let wisdom be the principal thing. Understanding is, un, is, is just what it says, is knowing why. Wisdom is doing what God said even when you don't know why. Fact. And so <laughs> when I do what God says as the principal thing, then I will, in all my getting, I will get understanding. So I'm, I'm wise to do what he says, and then it will transform my mind once I see, okay, well, I didn't realize this so was going to work like yeah. that. So yeah. And the yeah. more I do it, the more I do it. It's, it's almost, it's like anything. It's the principle with anything in life. Sure. And, and, you know, I like to add to that because I feel like sometimes what happens is that you start knowing God, but yet, you know, I always tell my sons this. I go, look, what you're thinking and what you've always thought always got you what you've always got. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I come with a new thought, you want to rebel against my thought. Mm -hmm. But my thought has got me to the place that you want to get to. Mm -hmm. yeah. So mm -hmm. whose thought do you think you should be? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so it's the yeah. same concept. <laughs> like, it's like, of course it rubs you wrong because you're used to doing it your way. God's giving you another a knowledge of him. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. why you got to trust him mm -hmm. and lean not on to what you understand yeah. so that you can Going on his way. Most definitely. Yeah. And not only that, but you tried it your way all this time and it ain't worked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, even if you, even if, if you, if, even if you come into it, I, I say this all the time, even if you go into doing what God has told you to do and don't really have faith that it's going to work, mm. try it. Yeah. I mean, what do you got to do? When we talk, when, he, when we, we talk, and I know I don't yeah, want to yeah. talk about money right now, yeah, but, but, but in Malachi, in Malachi, when think? it talks about, uh, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and test me on this and yeah, say, yeah. He says test them. That, that test, God is trying to tell you, just give me an opportunity to prove to you that what I said was true. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so whenever God so gives you this word uh, about how you are to submit in an area of your life, just submit and just see what he does. 
and be be amazed, be amazed at his goodness and his grace, his grace in that moment. That's so good. What are you thinking over there, Steph? Man, yo, I love, I love you, Pastor Todd. I really do. I love, <laughs> I love you, love and you. I love Pastor Tanya. I love you guys so much, and I, I genuinely like receive so much. Like my brain is just overloaded. Wow. <laughs> you wow. know what I mean with wow. with everything that you share and just your wisdom. But I, I was really, you know, when you were speaking, I was really thinking about when you said, uh, you know, the understanding and the wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't take. We would have no faith if we understood the Most why definitely. behind everything that God asks of us or, you know, wants to bless us with. It would, yeah. it would be so silly and ridiculous, I feel like. If everything was just laid out so simple and we understood, okay, if I do A, B, I'm going to get C. If I get C, yeah, B, I'm going to no, get yeah, E. Yeah, you wouldn't need a what God. faith would we need? <laughs> there need would anything. literally be no option. We'd just be a vending machine hitting C4. You know, like, yes. th- that's not what faith is about. You, you know, we have a familiar friend in, in Brad. Brad, Brad yeah, Brad I was just texting him a little while ago. <laughs> and and uh, we were, we, we, I go to his uh, men's uh, retreat every uh, every October. Mm-hmm. Nice. And uh, this this young man stood up one time, one at the last year, and said, "If you want to have the peace of God that passes all understanding, you have to give up your right to understand." Mm-hmm. Many of us say we want God's peace that passes all understanding, but yet we demand for him to understand. Yeah. Sometimes we just have to trust him and then receive the peace that passes all understanding. People, you yeah. know, I, there are moments that God has brought me out of situations that I don't even understand to this day yeah. how he brought, brought <laughs> yeah. me out. Yeah, for sure. But I know because you can't, I can't deny the experience that I know I was, mm-hmm. what is the young man that was blind since birth in Jesus? And yes. I think it is in John chapter yes. 10. He says, he says uh, I don't know what, what kind of demon, he, mm-hmm. if you think he's a demon or yeah, not, yeah. but all I know is I was once blind and now I see. And so when you get these revelations where you, the, authentic, uh, the authenticity of who God is, yeah. then, then you can't in any way deny that even though you don't understand, I know it happened. All yes. we have to understand is that he is God. He is. <laughs> yeah, that is good. the understanding that, 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 that explains it all. Mm-hmm. Right? Because again, it, it's, it supersedes our mind, and our I, I, infinite, tiny mind. I like that, that even the, the beginning of that, that says, do not be anxious about anything. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it says, but by prayer and, and you know, yeah. yes. And, and Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. you're being grateful and thankful. To me, prayer, because I think sometimes, you know, I, I can say this because I've been on both sides of the pendulum. Yeah, it's a drug dealer, and all of a sudden, you know, here I am walking in Christ. And I feel like we overcomplicate. We think that prayer is just shunned and screaming around mm-hmm. and all that. And I think there's a warring prayer. I understand that. And I, I do believe in talking tongues. I believe in all that. But I also believe that prayer is as simple as saying, I'm, ex- I'm, have, I'm communicating with you how I'm feeling about this. And he is communicating back. There's an exchange of wishes. This is my desire right now, God. And he's like, no, let me give you this desire. Desire, and mm-hmm. you're gravitating to his desire, mm-hmm. and you, you're with mm-hmm. me, and, mm-hmm. and and because he's Lord, his desire should trump your desire. Yeah. The Bible says, "Delight yourself in the Lord, and yeah. He will give you the desires of your heart." Yeah. Well, that's not if you get if you love Jesus enough, then all of a sudden he's gonna give you what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we that, want the Rolls Royce. Yeah. We're like, "Yo, I'm gonna love Jesus tomorrow." <laughs> what that means is, if you delight yourself and and submit yourself to the Lord, what yeah. he is, his word, then he will replace what you want with what he wants. And so mm. your desire now becomes his, I mean, yes. his desire yeah. now becomes your desire. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I yeah. love it because yeah. when he gives us a new heart, mm-hmm. it's an undivided heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that new heart should always have you, that's that's the picking of it. It's not that we're, 
it, we understand a position in Christ. It's not that you're not going to make mistakes. It's not that you're not going to, but you won't veer off too far. That's how come I don't, I don't really understand when, mm-hmm. when I read the Bible and it says that many will walk away. Cause I'm thinking like walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, how could you walk away? Like, mm-hmm. because even if, even if I get upset with Ruthie, I yeah, get upset yeah, with yeah. baby Ruth, I have to like yeah. mend it quickly. Yeah, yeah, like it yeah. ain't two weeks no yeah. more. Mm-hmm. It yeah. ain't a month. You know I'm thinking? Like, so how I, I don't understand. I think for us, we truly just have to understand that position to be able to go to Christ every single time for everything and involve him in our life mm-hmm. while we're making those decisions. And then you have that peace. Most definitely. Most definitely. And involving him in your life, you, you can't, we can't, if he is Lord, then that means he has preeminence in every area mm. of your life. Yes. And what happens is we, we have this whole column of, of areas over here that I'm all right with giving you God, mm-hmm. but I'm going to hold on to my money. I'm going to hold on to my relationships. Jesus, I'm gonna hold Jesus on to don't all touch this, this column. Don't touch <laughs> this column. And, and we got to get to the place where we understand <laughs> and trust that everything that I submit to, to the Lord is going to be better than if I submit it to myself. Yeah. Fact. You know, and, and even if I don't see it in the beginning, because some, sometimes the doorway to God's breakthrough is often through paths that don't look like what I want them to look like. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and for instance, when you when you think about David, David was called called to be uh, be king of Israel, right? Yeah. Well, the path to him becoming king was that he would take a two piece chicken dinner to his brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and until you humble yourself and say, you know, a lot of us we get anointed, and all of a sudden there's things we don't want to do. It's wow. good. But but when we say, okay, God, yes, whatever you want me to do. If you want me to go wash bathrooms, I'll wash bathrooms. If you want me to go humble myself and do A, B, and C, even though I don't want to. If you want me to go apologize to this person mm. and I don't feel like I did anything yeah. to him. If I submit that to you, then he will direct my path to the blessed place that I want to be. Because everybody usually, uh, you know, I have this saying, I go, everybody wants a wedding, but nobody wants the marriage. Most definitely. Mm. You know, so it's the same concept. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody wants God, 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 Mm -hmm. but they don't don't want that commitment. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm too tired, it's too cold, or whatever. You Mm -hmm. know, there's always a a, a thing. And I I, I love, you know, now this I understand, maybe my deeper revelation is because of I have warrants in my life, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, the reality is when David says, search me, Mm -hmm. I, I feel like, that is the place when you when you look at thinking about a search warrant you you have to allow they say hey, if they stop you you got to give them the right to mm-hmm. come in and search it out yeah and it's usually what you have hidden from authority oh wow and i feel wow. like a lot of times uh, you know we we have a junk i feel like in life we have a junk drawer even within our soul mm-hmm. that we want to put out things but when we don't want to say we don't want to openly say search me mm-hmm. because he's going to go into those places that you never given the authority yeah. Most definitely. For him to kind of go, oh, this is it. Because we have a thing that we think if it's almost like we think earthly with God. We think, oh, if he finds that, I'm busted and the worst is going to happen. But with God, uh-huh. when he finds it, yeah. that's freedom. That's freedom. And, mm-hmm. and you know what? Even, even, even in another sense, sometimes we don't submit it to the lordship of God because we've compartmentalized it and put it in a place mm-hmm. where we don't, even, we don't even think about it ourselves. Yeah, we tuck it away in this drawer somewhere, and and to we never be addressed. To yeah. never be addressed. Wow. And the reality is that there are some things in our lives that we, you know, we end up. That's why people end up having, uh, you know, uh, ulcers and and heart attacks late in life because yeah. they're they're still dealing with hurt that they never addressed. Uh, when when Lazarus dies, Jesus asked the question. 
told Mary and Martha, show me where you laid them. Mm-hmm. And until you get to the place where you can show Jesus where, where the hurt, the, the thing that died in your life, the thing that, that hurt you, the thing that, that you did wrong, and, and you address that thing and let, let Jesus speak into the tomb of that place of your life, then he can't, he can't resurrect it. But wow. at the moment that you allow him to speak to that area, you show him, God, I was hurt as a child, or I'm mad with my daddy, or I'm mad with this person. Uh, this person walked out on me. This person left me with kids, and now so I'm by good. myself. When you can be honest with that thing and not try to cover it up with spirituality and, and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. then Jesus can heal you. Yeah, yeah, we put a lot of things in Jesus' name that Jesus would never put his name to, right? right? And wow, it, that's it's good. crazy, man. All right, let's write know? that down. Write that. <laughs> it, it, it's just a crazy yeah. thing. We're so good. At, we, we just added like the fairy dust at the end of a sentence, mm-hmm. you know, like 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 he's magical or Most something. But, mm-hmm. but it's not like that. And, and I feel like, go it ahead. It takes work. It takes work. You know, the transformation that we have with Jesus it's not just like you said the fairy does it's not mm-hmm. just something that happens in the blink of an mm-hmm. eye you know I think of like when somebody has an amputee right they cut off their leg and then they get fitted for a prosthetic yeah. they don't just all of a sudden run a race on a prosthetic leg mm-hmm. they have to learn and they wow. have to work wow. at figuring out how to you know walk and run with this mm-hmm. it's work it's yeah. physical mm-hmm. therapy it's all of that and so that transformation is work too you know we can only arrive there by putting in the work that yeah, you know yeah. allowing christ to work through us you know and, and truly transform us yeah it's so, the mirror right mm-hmm. the mirror is always there to tell you wow. what you need to fix like it is the mirror's not going to fix your hair you know or the yeah. mirror's not going to shave your face i heard that revelation you said you know? that was so good when i heard that i just that. really feel like yeah. we have to get that has to become real for us yeah, yeah. Because we th- we look at the mirror and we're like, oh, look, all the things. And then we walk away and we forget. Like, no, it wasn't. It was telling you tuck your shirt in or it mm-hmm. was telling you, you know, do something. Yeah. And Pastor Todd, man, you were on the thought because you you was on we're fire. Back. We're back you was on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, was just, I was just thinking to myself, you know, when I when I was playing that blame game out of yeah. the world and, and I would often get on my knees and I would be honest in my prayers. God, take this from me. Take mm-hmm. this from me. Lord, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Take this from me. And and then he showed me in 1 Peter 5 and 6, it says that we are to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. That that he's already given us, according to Scripture, all we need for Everything. life and, and yeah. godliness. Yeah. Yes. And so there comes a moment that we always ask God to do certain things. And I'm not saying that the Holy Spirit won't supernaturally move. Yeah, that move happens on. too. Yeah. Uh, but the reality is, we have been given through the blood of Jesus and what he did on the cross, everything we need to overcome every situation. And we have to renew our minds to that thing and now humble ourselves. Come to the place where you humble yourself, where where there's certain things that I'm going to choose, not by willpower. God, Holy Spirit will help you. But you have to make the decision that that this is something I'm just not going to do no more. Yeah. And, and I'm believing you, God. And, and every time it comes up in you, you literally lean into the Holy Spirit. You Absolutely. literally lean into his presence and say, God, I'm being honest with you right now. I'm struggling. I'm, yeah. I'm about to go and get on my phone and look yeah. at some porn. Fact. God, yeah. God, help me right now. And and the Bible says that Paul said, I beat myself to bring myself under submission. Yeah, I'm buffing my buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. And, 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 to, and to cast down every sin and weight that it so easily besets me. I know this is gonna sound strange, but if you if you struggling with porno on your phone, 
throw away your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll fact. Yeah, get get put rid some of it. some yeah. some. You could put some stuff that'll yeah. block it. You can have yeah. accountability. Most, you get you yourself a flip phone. Like it ain't got to be a smartphone. If, <laughs> yeah, whatever whatever you're doing, but you have to take some steps to fact. humble yourself in order for God for the Holy Spirit to be. Yeah, to, to in that humbling, you're making Him Lord because mm-hmm. you're becoming lowly of who you are, mm-hmm. so that He could live. It is Christ. It is preaching the crucified Christ. Yeah. Most yeah. Nobody wants the. It's Most almost like we just want Jesus like somewhere out there to, to intervene we're, we're, we're always putting Jesus now to this hey if you come to Jesus you're going to be successful and you're going to get all this stuff and I truly believe there's success when you're meditating on the word day and night but mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that our hearts are set at that I believe that when you're diligent and when you're disciplined and when you're living out this life things happen and you work harder because you're working on to him so yeah there's that increase. Let me share yeah. an experience that I that I struggled with. Yeah, okay. I, I struggled um, because I was partly because I was I went through molestation as a yeah. child. I struggled with sexuality, not mm-hmm. from the standpoint of of, of homosexuality and anything yeah, yeah. like that, but from the standpoint of I was a whore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a whore, and um, and and I was looking at I I my first sexual experience I, like I say was at eight years old I was watching porn daily yeah and um and I struggled with that thing even even later into my life even into ministry yeah I struggled mm-hmm. with it and um I remember one day uh we had cable at home we had cable at home and uh I told my wife I said dish the cable because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be able, even down to the soft stuff that comes on, yeah, HBO yeah. and all this. Yeah, they call all it, that. they no, call it not. soft, but it ain't, it ain't <laughs> yeah, soft. No. Nowadays, <laughs> it's, it's out there, yeah, and everywhere, yeah. it's, commercial. Yeah. And then it came down to we had an antenna, and then at twelve, one o'clock at night, you have these infomercials come on it, threw away the antenna. Yeah. So I had to do. I had <laughs> yeah. to put boundaries. So I just see you walking out, yeah. antenna and all. Yeah, <laughs> you go. That thing to... looked like a paperclip. In <laughs> <laughs> I had to do what I had to do in yeah. order to be free. Absolutely. And not trying to let that I'm trying to trying to be my own Lord or own God. I, but I he get what you're saying. Empowers me to make that change. Fact. Yeah. Yeah. Fact. And it all goes back again. I think mm-hmm. it's just about making him Lord. Lord we yeah. want mm-hmm. him to be Lord of our salvation. Uh-huh. You, you with me? Like, get me out of the trouble. Get me out mm-hmm. of the bar. Get me out of the. But then they this, don't want to change their environment. Where they want to yeah. follow him the rest mm-hmm. of his day. Got a revelation Come on. for you. The Bible says that Jesus. Jesus said that he. I am the the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am the way, Come truth, on. and the light. No yes. man coming to the Father but my means. So yes. he got. I mean, Jesus himself says that I'm a door. Why is it the door gets us to God, but why is it that we come to the door and stop right there? Hmm. We mm. stop right there and we praise we praise we praise the Jesus that saved us. Yeah. But we are never going into the inner to the to the past the outer courts, into the inner courts, yeah. into the holiest place. Yeah. Where now I'm not just thanking you, God, that you saved me. Now I'm coming into relationship. I'm coming into the light of your word. I'm Beautiful. coming into what you um have asked of me. Uh and uh and and that that point we have to get to the place where we understand that Jesus is more than just your savior. Mm-hmm. Yes. He, he, in fact, he said, he told, he told the disciples when he was getting ready to go to, to, to up to, to the father, he said, listen to this. He says, I'm going away. 
and it's good that I go away yep. yeah. so that I can send a Holy, the Holy Spirit, which is your comforter and your helper, to be with you here. And so we have to begin to understand that Jesus is more than just the God that's died on the cross. Fact. But the manifestation of it now is the Holy Spirit that is able to walk with us yes. all day long. All day long. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's incredible. I, I love it. You know, I used to say, uh, guidance, God, you and I dance. The right? same because God, the same, the same God to save you is the same God that can keep you. Yeah, it's a, it's a sustaining grace. Most it's definitely. not just the saving grace. Mm -hmm. It's a sustaining That's grace. Good. I That's need good. it daily. Yes, I die daily. Yes, right. Yes. And at every death, there, I feel like you know we we talk about the you know he came uh, to baptize in fire, mm -hmm. which is a refining fire. Mm -hmm. And I feel like every time you do it over and over again out of mm -hmm. that born again experience, that fire is mm -hmm. refining mm -hmm. your inner soul. Yeah. And it's saving. It says that we're, it's, James says that it saves our soul. Mm -hmm. So there's a saving of your soul and that's a progressive thing. It happens from faith to faith and glory, glory to, to glory. glory. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So in Genesis chapter one, Genesis chapter two, yeah. the Bible says that God created man out of the dust of the ground. Come and on. then he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life yeah. and man became a living soul. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, most of these new translations says he became a, a living creation. And that's not the original text. The mm -hmm. original text says he became that. a living soul, soul, mind, will, and emotions, okay. that my soul is connected to God. So here it is. Now, now man sins, and now he is separated from God, and the breath that was breathed into him now is now tainted because he's allowed sin to come in. Mm -hmm. Jesus comes back, dies for on the cross, and then the Bible says he blows on them and says, now receive the Holy Ghost. Come on. So the same Holy Ghost that Jesus breathed on us is the same Ruach breath that God, that, God, that God breathed on us yeah. to become a living soul. Then sure. now, now when we give our lives to Christ and the Holy Spirit is breathed into our lungs, wow. now we are able and capable to be living souls. Mm -hmm. I, I want to snap. I want to get an organ. <laughs> I, I, you, you got me yeah. like, I, yeah. you know, I am such a firm believer that that very breath, the ruah, that very breath that we have, that we, if we had no tongue, it would be the breath. But the Bible also talks about that the tongue is the rudder. Mm -hmm. But I truly believe that the tongue is what's formulating the wind. Mm -hmm. And that is what is really, really it's the spirit of God speaking in the natural Mm -hmm. You with me? When we say the evidence of tongues, if we had no tongue, we would probably, oh, but it would be all breath. Mm -hmm. But I feel like our tongue formulates what the Spirit of God is saying that is within us, and that's how we He orders our steps by way of our it's thoughts. It's the breath mm -hmm. that flows across the tongue that makes sound. Mm. So, so without my tongue, ah, 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 yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't formulate words. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so it's how I submit, again, how I submit my tongue to the breath of God that, that allows me to speak. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love you. Dude, right now we're like, I, I almost <laughs> wanted to pull out my hoop trigger. I was about to, I, 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 I was about to start hitting it. But listen, we love, you know, we love that when we have a guest on our show, mm -hmm. we love to do some segments, you mm -hmm. know, because I think it just keeps it live, it keeps it fun. And you know, Stephanie, Miss Stephanie, yeah. I, you know, I like calling her the AKA, the assistant. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, she, uh, is great at doing this so we wanted to do a few with you if that's okay let's all right so which one we're going to do all right first, so then? we're going to start off with the struggle was real the struggle so was we heard real. we heard some of your story at the beginning and i know i encourage everyone to get the book and look out for the next revision mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. but the struggle was real is when we really ask you and again this is real so we're going to keep it real honest and mm -hmm. yeah, transparent yeah, yeah. you know but we we want you to share something you really struggled with and how you overcame it 
So there's somebody listening who obviously can relate to your story, who's either going through it, knows someone going through something similar, or, you know, it depends if they're listening to this and they want to share it with somebody that they know. But we want to give them some tangible advice on how they overcame that struggle. Mm. We want to hear what you struggled with, because even though you're an amazing pastor, an amazing friend, all of that, I mean, we're real people. You know, yeah. we have struggles that we have faced. Well, I, I, sh- I already told you I struggle with pornography. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, it is maybe some recent you struggled with a some, couple years ago, son. I'll tell you one that Come I shared on. with your son. The other hey, day. okay. And and this is gonna be real. This might this might. I don't know if if you shared it with him or not. Yeah, hit uh, me real. Hit me real. Um, He's not in it. We're good. Uh, but um, I was totally jealous of you. Oh, this is too real. No, 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 no. This is real. real. I was I was serious. I was so I I was one of as much as I was. Pushing you from behind, I was totally jealous of what God was doing in your life. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes what I what I realize is that we can get to the place where we see somebody else prospering. Yes, sir. And doing something that we dreamed of, and then you feel like that it's not enough for you. That somehow you've gotten all the grace. And so there's no more room for me to have grace. Mm. Um, um, and I had I had an argument with God one time about you. And you're pretty big. I had an <laughs> argument with God about you, and I I was like, man. And and I'm a, I'm gonna tell you, I went into my self righteous mode. I ain't never been in jail. I ain't yeah. never did this. Man, you had I the know. older brother syndrome. Oh, you went, went older yes, brother on me. Yes, you went older I, brother on I me. I did. I did with all my heart, soul, and mind. And um, and uh, and God told me. He said. He said. Uh, you are so focused on what on who he is that you you can't even see who you are. Hmm. Wow. And he showed me Ecclesiastes that does. For everything, there's a season, there's a time, yeah, and there's a there's a uh, time under the sun. And when we looked at that word, it's a, it's a horticultural word or a farming word, big word, farming, yeah, yeah. farming word, yeah. And um, which means growth cycle. I thought it meant that sometime if I if I stayed faithful long enough, that all of a sudden it was going to break through. Yeah. That's not what it means. It, it's a growth cycle. So a growth cycle for one plant is different than another. Yeah, you put a you put an apple seed in the ground. It takes a certain amount of days to yeah. to, to to mature. You put a, a orange seed in the ground. It takes a certain amount of days. They are not the same. Right. And so what happens is I'm an apple looking at an orange, and I see you you flourishing in fruit, and I'm wondering, hold on, why am I not flourishing? Yeah. And it's not necessarily that I'm not flourishing. It's just that that's not my growth cycle. And so wow. And so we have to we have to give let go of the jealousy wow. in the kingdom of God for, for, for things. And I have learned more from you than probably you've ever learned from me. Oh, I mean, no. seriously, Don't seriously. And I, and I mean that, and I'm not saying that to be, to try to pull your coattail or, or, or whatever. Um, but sometimes we miss opportunities for increase. We miss opportunities for increase because we, we don't, recognize and honor the gifts that God placed in, in front of us. And that was that's been my struggle. I've always I've always 
not not and I won't say jealousy has been my struggle, but I would say seeing me, myself, my self worth, and understanding that I have value. I've stuttered in my life. I've I've had dyslexia, you know. I've had learning disabilities all my life, and so my name is Todd. And so as a child, as a young child, I used to get in a whole bunch of fights because people uh, they would ask the question, "What are you retarded?" Mm. And um, and so I, I I internalized all these this talk, and till late in my life, man, I. And even right now, I deal with it from a daily on a daily basis, having to wake up and remind myself that my worth is in the fact that I am a child of God, mm-hmm. and I'm not defined by by other people's failures or success. I'm not even defined by my failure or success because nothing can separate me from the love of God, wow. which is in Christ Jesus. I'm defined by the fact that my name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, mm-hmm. and I don't have to back down and feel inferior to anybody. I just have to live out, walk out my, my, my salvation with fear and trembling. And the moment I came to the place where I began to look at you differently, I think it freed me. It freed me, one, to be able to appreciate the gift that was in front of me. And it freed me now that I understand that the same God that's working in your life is the same God that's working in mine. Yes, sir. And and there's you know so so I said all that to say, say this, you have to no matter where you find yourself. We're in fifty one prisons, you say mm-hmm. fifty one yes, prisons sir. across across America. If you're hearing this and you're listening, I don't care what you come out of and what you 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 messed up in. Your value is not in the condition that you came out of. Your value is in and what Jesus paid for you on the cross. Have you ever heard 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 of the Fabergé egg? Mm-mm. Fabergé egg. That's a, it's a it's a um, it's like a jewel. A thing. jewelry mm-hmm. egg. It's it's small. Yeah. They put it on auction one day, and somebody paid like two million dollars for an egg, an egg. That, that was that big. That's and all it does is sit up on somebody's, you know, case, and they look at it. And I remember thinking when they when it was sold in auction. I remember thinking to myself, I said, I would never pay that much for that egg. Mm-hmm. And then God told me, he said, it doesn't matter what you would pay. What matters is the value is based off what one person was willing to pay for it. And so what I realized about my life is my value is not based off what other people approve me or not. My value is based off the fact that Jesus paid his whole life for me. Yeah, and so you can be in prison, you can be out in any situation, and your value is still that Jesus paid His life for you. Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. w- w- so powerful because understanding your value and your worth is powerful because mm-hmm. the world's not going to give you what you don't see. Mm-hmm. You with me? So if you mm-hmm. see yourself unvaluable then they will treat you unvalued. Most definitely. But if you see yourself valuable, mm-hmm. then they will, you know, it's kind Most of this definitely. weird thing. Most like definitely. You, if you don't see worth, you mm-hmm. know, and I would say, my, I, one of my sons said one time, he said, uh, he said, Dad, now he didn't even know he was saying this, but, he, you know, we were just joking around. And I said, hey, you got to be careful, you know, with the females and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, Dad, he said, you know what, I'm a Ferrari. And I said, what do you mean? He said, now that, he said, yeah, everybody got a Toyota and everybody goes, but you don't see many Ferraris, do you, Dad? <laughs> and he's like, so, my, I, and I, I, it tripped me out because yeah. he was basically saying, 
I value my. In order to get a Ferrari, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta have some value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which I thought was it, it just spoke volumes to me, and I've never forgotten. Yeah. And I usually tell people, hey, you know, you gotta have that kind of value. You Most know, you gotta See yourself like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Todd, let me tell you something. Uh, to add to that, you know, obviously you got me crying over here. And, uh, <laughs> oh, but uh, the reality is that every single person, you know, I had a story once of D.L. Moody. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's amazing. You know, I, I haven't forgotten the things you've done for my life. Mm. I mean, I, I haven't. I still remember no matter where we sit, I know exactly what you did for me and in a volume, in a big volume. Might to small to some, but it created a whole thing about marriage and love. Mm-hmm. Now I travel all over the planet yeah, talking about love, love and marriage. <laughs> love conferences, yeah, love together conferences and everything. And now we do the love wins, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it came from the one thing that was like, right yeah yeah and and the reality is i heard a guy said hey they they told me you know how dio moody got saved and Mm -hmm. i was like how it was a shoe salesman it's not the and and i want you to hear the power in this it was a shoe salesman that was selling shoes he never became dio moody but without him he would have never became dio moody Mm -hmm. and i feel like sometimes we're so caught up in what the world says we should be and oh if you're not this if you're not stephen furtick you're not nobody, you yeah, know, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. now you're like running yeah. after, like, I gotta be, yeah. and it's not, because we, there are vital roles. How many other Juans have you impacted that you don't know about? I told a story at your church Sunday um, of a pastor who was, was going around Australia and he was preaching and he was, he was coming up with all these pastors that he would ask them the question at these large major churches, you know, how did you come to know the Lord? And every one of them, he had about 10 to 12 times, he heard the same exact story. I was, as a young man, I was in Sydney on this road going down to party. Yeah. And this old man was down here on the street and he handed out this track to me. I didn't think much of it. And then later on, I read it and uh, God shifted and changed my life. Yeah. And so after he heard that story about 12 times, he went to that particular road that everybody was saying. Yeah. They had received it and found an old man with a cane on that same corner handing out tracks. Wow. And, and he, he shook his hand and told him, he said, listen, I just want to tell you, I want to thank you for all that you've done for, for the kingdom of God. He said, what do you mean? He said, I'm, I'm going all over the country. and and uh, all over the, all over this nation and, and I'm hearing the stories of the thousands of people that lives are changed because you led these mm-hmm. pastors to the Lord. Yeah. He started crying. He said, I never knew that I led one to the to Christ because nobody ever accepted God in my in my in my presence. And so back to that struggle is real thing, when I heard that story was right around the time that I was I was I was, you know, I was yeah. in the green, yeah. green with envy type type <laughs> phase. Yeah, yeah. And and God said what if what if you were meant to be that man? Mm. And then now I and say that to be that man, <laughs> yeah. where where li- literally you were you were called to plant the seed, but he was he was called to bring thousands. That it still is not is not that you are less of a value, mm. but through the seed that you planted, now you have you can you can accept some responsibility for for, for that. Yes. And so I think I, I, I've developed joy in the fact that now, if I'm not the biggest church in the world, yeah. if I, I gain joy in seeing you travel. Wow. I, I watch you and, and, and the people that, you know, God gave me a vision some years ago. He said, he, he showed me a vision of some, 
they were actually dogs. They were large dogs. They were big as horses, and they were running, and they were jumping all over me, and they took off running. And God said, those are the sons oh. that are going to be running and carrying my gospel. Wow. And so, so I've learned now to instead of looking for some way to enlarge myself, how do I enlarge the kingdom? Mm-hmm. And if I enlarge the kingdom through other people, so be it. I want you to take about a minute and a half, and I want you to do one more segment, Dear Younger Me. Mm-hmm. What is that, Steph? So, Dear Younger Me, we want you to think back to, um, I know you shared several personal um, situations that happened in your life at different ages, but, you know, tell us a, an age of, you know, younger Todd Holtz, and mm-hmm. what advice, what piece of advice would you give him now, knowing and being where you are now? Younger Me. Younger Me. Dear Younger How Me. Old, what yeah. age? Yeah, you got about one minute. One minute. I, mm-hmm. I, I think I would have... I would have gone back to um, when, I w- when I first gave my life to Christ at, at about uh, 20 years old. I, I, I grew up in the church, but I gave my life to Christ about 20. A young man led me to Christ yeah. when I was uh, in college. I did not go wholeheartedly mm. into that, that revelation, that understanding of who Christ was. Mm. I think if I could go back to that day and time, I would, I would say, okay, uh, this is nothing to play around with. Mm. Let's take it more seriously. And let's enjoy God's presence. Because I was still in that, that phase where I was trying to stay in the world. Half in, half out. Yeah, yeah, stay yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I, knew, I knew Christ exists, and I knew the, the, the moment that God came and, and said, hey, I'm real, and I love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for whatever reason, I didn't have somebody that discipled me. Yeah, I had somebody that evangelized me, but nobody discipled me. And so I would... I would have, I think I would have connected, tried to connect with somebody who could disciple me. That's what's up. Well, Pastor Todd, I really enjoyed the fact that you you were on the show with us. It's an honor, always an honor, always a privilege. I love you. You made me cry. You made me laugh. You still teach me more than you even know. Um, And I'm grateful for you for all that you do. Um, Pastor Todd, you're just amazing. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Thank Thank you you guys for tuning in to This Is Real. Watch us on YouTube at This Is Real with Juan Martinez. And if you're looking for a home church, visit us at getwrap.tv for all of the information or write us at P.O. Box 671-626, Houston, Texas, 77267. And we want to thank all of our partners for making this show possible by showing love and support. And so if you would like to partner with us, be sure to visit juanmartinez.tv. And remember, as we like to say, that's that's a wrap. wrap.